You are about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Episode 21, Lucky 21. My guest today is Dr. Dan Schaefer. I met Dan a few months ago as part of a virtual executive breakfast group, and I was instantly fascinated by him. Dan's practice, called Peak Performance Strategies, helps athletes including professional and Olympic-level athletes, and business people, including Fortune 100 senior executives, achieve greatness. You see this instantly when you visit Dan's website, Dan Schaefer, S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R-P-H-D.com, danschaeferphd.com, where you are met with the headline, quote, when losing is not an option, close quote. With that, let's get started. Hello, hello, it is your host, Mediocre Mitch. I'm going to make my introduction short today because I have a very full and informative conversation with Dr. Dan Schaefer. In short summary, Dr. Dan is a business strategist and strategic consultant who works with corporate executives, entrepreneurs, amateur athletes, and professional athletes. His pro athletes include NHL goaltenders, NFL quarterbacks, golfers, and more. Dan likes to say, I sell mistakes. What he means by that is he helps you search for and identify the mistakes you might make before you make them. And by doing that, you can avoid them. Dan shares stories and strategies around positive visualization, hypnosis, and self-hypnosis, using real-life stories to bring his strategies to life. I will be back after my conversation with Dan to wrap it all up. But for now, without further delay, here is my conversation with Dr. Dan Schaefer. So, Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for the invitation, Mitch. Um, Dan, you're a very interesting guy, and I was so happy that you were able to join me on my podcast. Uh, Before we get into the details, why don't you just um, give me a general overview of your background and and what you do to help your clients? Okay. Uh, Well, you know, my company's Peak Performance Strategies. I'm a business and sports psychologist, not not therapy psychology, but basically helping people with the... uh, but the psychological dynamics that take place in both doing business and in sports performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, my background goes back to a lot of history with loss and life transition, looking at the impact that loss and life transition had on errors, omissions, accidents, and safety. Uh, I dealt with, among other things, the Pentagon and military loss. I did a lot of work with 9-11, but it's helping people to understand the impact that loss or potential loss has on their performance and their life. And you, uh, uh, and you wrote a book on that, Dan, if I remember. Yeah, I wrote a book called How Do We Tell the Children? That was in 1986. It was a guide to helping parents explain death to children. 
Uh, second edition was when people said we need some help in helping a child when somebody in the family is dying. Uh, and then after that, I was contacted by the Pentagon and we looked at the impact that loss has on, as I said, errors, omissions, accidents, and safety, and people in, in leadership positions. So, uh, you know, people who have survived situations. So I did work with police departments and fire departments and the state of New Jersey who wanted to look at a way to help municipalities deal more effectively with loss situations. Uh, uh, did some work with MetLife after 9-11. And then I uh, discovered the power that hypnosis and hypnotherapy has on individual performance. I first applied it to golfers uh, and then to people who have to take tests and exams and situations. So I developed kind of a hybrid uh, practice around using telehypnosis to help people improve performance. So uh, professional football players, soccer players, uh, hockey goalies, uh, professional MMA fighters, and all all of those type of things, any place that someone had to go into uh, where there was pressure and they needed to perform well, there's a whole group of mind game strategies that if they controlled them, they did very well. And if they let them control them, they did not do as well as they would have been. So the, so the loss of life counseling and the concepts there, you took those and you applied those to kind of high stress and performance situations that athletes and, and executives deal with. Right. Exactly. So tell me a little bit, uh, you've told me some stories in our conversations, Dan, but tell me a little bit about those athletes and you're talking about professional athletes, NHL goalies, professional football players and top executives at companies. Can you tell me a little bit about how this works? Like how, how are you able to help them perform better? Well, I can come back to uh, my book, the current book that I have, which is Collect the Competitive Edge. And uh, that was completed in 2011. And uh, Chad Pennington wrote the forward to the book. Yep. And I said to Chad, you know, what do you need to have happen? He said, well, I need to increase my concentration. I said, what gets in the way of your concentration? He said, well, I get distracted. And, you know, you can extrapolate this to people in any type of a business situation because it's all, Mitch, it's all the same. I mean, to me, the only difference between business and sports is speed. Is so, speed. Yeah. Yes. You, you know, anybody who's familiar with football is a 40-second play clock. And what a quarterback has to do in that 40 seconds before he executes the next play is probably the same thing that happens in a business deal. Yeah, but, but you do have a lot more time to think about it in a business deal, usually. <laughs> it, it's exactly. And you don't have, you know, 300, 400-pound people running to 90 <laughs> So, uh, but in any event, so he said, I needed a distraction. I said, well, what distraction? He said, well, the way I talk to myself. And that gets us back to the impact that self-talk has on people who uh, who perform on any level. And you talk to people about the frequency that they can hear this invisible chatter going on in their head over and over and over and over again. And for your listeners, I'll give you a tip right now. People say, I wish I could make it stop. 
Well, if you just take a second and push your tongue up onto the roof of your mouth, the minute your tongue is pressed to the roof of your mouth, the chatter stops. I always, I always press the tongue to the roof of my mouth when I eat too much ice cream and I get brain freeze. So I didn't know it has two, two I didn't know it has two, two uh, benefits. So if I'm, cause I'm one of those people who speaks to myself and, and my head starts going tongue to roof of mouth will calm me down. No, it'll stop it. It's Just like stop turn, it. Okay. turning the radio off. Okay. Now I had, I had a, a client in the city who said to me, you know, he said, my mother wants to see you. Uh, he said, I have no idea what's going on with her. He said, she's 86. And uh, so I met her at the Yale club and I said to her, what do you want to, what do you want to meet with me? She said, well, she said, I have, uh, she said, what we're talking about is not going to get back to my son at all. Well, I said, no, it's just you and me. So she said, okay. She said, I want to beat my friends in golf. <laughs> so I got a call one Sunday afternoon and she said to me, she said, I had a great day. I said, how did it go? She said, I spent the whole day with my tongue over my mouth. <laughs> There's a way, uh, you know, when people, when people want to think about nothing at just the right time, which is the key to really performing well, uh, is how do you control that? So a lot of this has to do with controlling the way you talk to yourself. You see, if you can know what it feels like, looks like, and sounds like when you perform at your best, then you can begin to notice very, very quickly what drags you off your best performance. And frequently it will be the way you talk to yourself. So I'm sure your, your coaching of uh, Chad Pennington wasn't just to put the tongue on the roof of his mouth. I'm sure there are no. some other things you did to help him perform. It well, you had, yeah, because when you start to look for people in general i mean i worked with other professional football players and we dealt with with situations around the media you know right. because is it you know how they communicate with the media what the media writes about them what what people say to them how we put that coaching situations uh but you know it comes back to uh, giving some people some strategies where they are in control of what goes on not somebody else so when you can control your own mind game, uh, you're in a whole different uh, scenario. I'll come back to one of my hockey goalies. I said to him, what's it like when you perform at your best? He said, well, uh, I, uh, I don't hear any crowds. The puck is the size of a dinner plate and the game moves very slowly. He said, anytime one of those three things change, I know I'm losing my concentration. I said, so then what do you do? He says, well, I hope that I'll come back. I said, hope's not a strategy. <laughs> so, so I gave him a strategy to bring himself right back in. Then it didn't make any difference to him if he was distracted because he could bring himself right back into his, his level of focus in his own. So you used the word, you were talking earlier about hypnosis. You made the comment, you used the word hypnosis. Is hypnosis one of those strategies that, that these goalies and football players use to perform um, with less distraction? Uh, it, it's not, this is not to be uh, confused at all with Hollywood's hypnosis or the Manchurian. Oh, so there's so this not, a, this not a, a watch and you're getting sleepy. It's, no, it's not that. No, no, no. Uh, this is, this is the power of suggestion uh, where somebody wants to have something happen and the effort is to get what they want into their subconscious mind 
so they don't have to think about it, then it just happens. You know, we talk about power visualization, which is, a, a, you know, can you, a lot of people are locked in now, they're locked down, they can't play golf, they can't do the, you know, they can't uh, compete the way they used to compete. Well, you know, uh, somebody could play the home course of their golf course right now under a self-hypnosis strategy where they visualize themselves out there playing exactly the way they want to play. So I'll give you another example. I have a client who's an ultra marathon runner. She runs 135 miles through Death Valley in the summer. And uh, she, in addition to that, has become a mixed MMA cage fighter. Okay. And she's, she's 54. Interesting and, person, uh, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh you, have, you have no idea. Marine, she's an author written a bunch ton of books and all but she said to me she the first time she came to me she said you know as we were starting out this race she said i had a support group that traveled along with me with a van with ice and food and that kind of stuff she said so i had uh, she said they had done something in the very beginning of the race like mile 10 it could have gotten me disqualified she said so i was really really angry with them now She's a Marine. I don't, I, on your podcast, I can't use any of the language. Understood. I can only imagine. Understood. You can imagine. But she said to me, uh, she said, but what I found was that I carried anger for 110 miles. She said, and it drained me. Mm-hmm. She said, I can never let that happen again. So we, we would work, we worked over a whole period of time with her running a race beforehand. So she could run a 135 mile race in about, uh, an hour under hypnosis where she saw every mile of it and the interesting thing is since and I know you're an athlete you know you you operate from the subconscious mind a lot of the time whether you realize it or not that's what's that's what helping you do what you do well mm-hmm. they uh, you know she could take control of this so she could run the race before that but she then became an MMA cage fighter. And uh, she invited me down to Atlantic City to her first professional fight, which she lost by one point in a split decision uh, um, to a woman 29 years younger than her. Oh, my. So she said to me, she said, I'm going to be fighting out in Oregon because at her age, she, there was places, venues that they wouldn't let her fight because of how old she was. But in any right. event, she was, a, she was a, a, a machine. So we use hypnosis over the phone uh, where she um, actually saw herself fighting the way she wanted to fight uh, for three weeks before the fight. And uh, she went into the arena and she won the fight in 49 seconds. Now, uh, when the ring announcer said to her, what do you attribute your success to? She said, well, she said, you can't tire me out because I'm an ultra runner. She said, you'll never tire me out. She said, but you know, you could beat me, but you couldn't tire me out. So she said, uh, and then she went through and she thanked all kinds of people, her coach and I, and I said to her, Jody, you, you didn't thank me. She said, do you think I'm giving your name to somebody I'm going to fight in three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> she says, no, no way. So, but you know, this is, this is like, this is preparing to compete. So, uh, can somebody prepare for a, uh, a presentation that they have to, that they have to deal with? 
Do they have to, can they, can they uh, visualize themselves being successful in a, in a negotiation? Uh, can they, can somebody see themselves and visualize themselves managing people better? Absolutely. So how, how do people use it? You know? It's, yeah. I, so this is, so this is, listen, I've heard about the power of positive thinking and, you know, it's funny. I'm, I play golf and, and my son, I have two, two of my sons play golf and, um, well, off, you know, well, when someone gets over uh, the golf ball and, and looks up and says, this is a tough shot, like they're never going to execute the shot, right? <laughs> um, no, no. Or, or, or someone's in the sand trap and they, they say, um, I stink at getting out of the sand. Well, they're not going to get out of the sand. Um, but so I understand the power of positive thinking at a high level. But Dan, you know, I'm thinking about a lot of my podcast listeners who are you know, trying to improve themselves in a really elementary way. So whether it's losing, losing 10 pounds or getting off the couch and running their first 5K or, you know, getting ready for, you know, an important meeting that may not be a chief executive officer meeting. It just might be a meeting with their boss. Um, how, how can simply thinking you're going to lose 10 pounds or thinking that you're going to get off the couch actually um, result in, you know, result in success. How does, how does that actually play out? Well, there's some words that you use that are kind of key words with what I deal with. The first one is trying. <laughs> I heard Bob May, the golf pro over the weekend talk about playing somebody and they said, how do you play so well? He says, I play one shot at a time. He said, what advice do you give to people? He says, I tell them to play one shot at a time. And he says, what do they say to you? They say to me, they'll try to do that. That's the guy I want to play. Because if we come back to quote Yoda, famous Yoda, there is no trying. You either do it or you don't. <laughs> now, with, when you come back, since you and your sons are golfers, I have a program, I guarantee, golfers three to six strokes off their game without ever touching a club. How do I do that? Yeah, you know? How do you do that? Well, you have to hire me for that. <laughs> but, at, a, but, at a high level, at a high level, what are the concepts that come into play? The concepts that come into play is that, that if you accept that the, uh, that the golf swing takes three seconds and you shoot 100, you only have to concentrate for five minutes of a whole round of golf. <laughs> that already I'm liking this. So, so the point is, is that, uh, so it's, it's knowing, you know, I talked to a guy from the Mets some years ago and he said to me, concentration is thinking about absolutely nothing. It's just the right time. And so that's what this is about. So this is identifying your distractions. The other thing is, is if you, if, if I tee a ball up, over a water hole, and I say, I don't want the ball to go in the water. You know where it's going. Right in the water. Right in, why? Well, the reason is, is that your subconscious mind never understands a negative command. Hmm. So this is why it's important to get stuff from your conscious mind, where you look, listen, learn, analyze, synthesize, except reject over into, a, uh, in, into your subconscious mind, where it happens automatically. You've made golf shots. Your kids have made golf shots. And they said, how did I ever do that? Well, it's all in your subconscious. It's what gets in the way. 
that it becomes the problem. So that's why when I work backwards from 2025 with my clients to today, we look at anything they could possibly do to disrupt that. So it's making sure that you're very careful. So I would say to you, I'd like Mitch to overhear the conversations that Mitch has with Mitch when Mitch hears Mitch talking to Mitch. What do you hear yourself <laughs> saying? What do you hear yourself saying to yourself? And the speed at which you can pick up the distraction uh, is the speed at which you can control it. Because you can't control what you can't see, hear, or feel. Now, when you talk about people who are listening to this, uh, I have a different take on people who have a job or in business. I think every single person who's a listener of yours is the CEO of their own company. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask they, you about this, Dan. We had a conversation about being the CEO of yourself, and and right. I, I know I know there's a book or books on it, but let's talk a little bit about that because um, we do not behave that way often enough. No, uh, and my my question comes back to um, when you see yourself as the CEO of your own company, things change. Uh, what changes is that you realize that every single decision that you make is the business decision. Uh, if you come back to kids, student athletes, high school kids, you know, whatever, uh, or professionals, what you eat, what you drink, what you smoke, who you're seen with, who you pay picture, what you put up on Facebook, all become business decisions. And I have kids as young as uh, eighth grade that have business cards. You know, really? they get a bit, yeah. Well, you know, when they realize that that they're the CEO of their own company, then it puts a different flip on how they deal with stuff. You know, I, I worked with a, uh, a college lacrosse team, and uh, a kid who was a scholarship kid had mentored a, a guest student, a senior in high school, who came in and it. The senior in high school got drunk. They didn't realize the kid was an alcoholic before he came in, but he, he came into this uh, team. And uh, the kid, the freshman mentor, they had to suspend him. So they said, would you talk to the kid? I said, yeah. I said, how could you possibly screw up your business like this? He said, I don't have a business. I said, how much is your scholarship? He says, 40000 I said, anybody who's getting paid forty grand a year is in business. I said, so, you know, if you want to say eligible, you have to train, you know, you have to do all. So it, it, it takes the responsibility away from the parent and puts it on the kid. This is what you want. This is what you'll get. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to get better at something, you'll train. If you want to lose the weight, you'll go on a diet. If you want to run to 5K, you'll get up and run to 5K. But you're not going to try to run to 5K. You're going to run or you're not. You know, Dan... I feel like there must be, you know, you mentioned some, you mentioned like this, this positive thinking and this business mindset. It makes sense. It's implementing it. That's hard. Um, you know, when you've got a, you know, a client of yours who kind of knows the right thing to do, Chad Pennington knew that he needed to concentrate. Otherwise he was going to get sacked by 300 pound linemen. Um, you know, I, all of your examples, that most of them were smart people who knew what they needed to do. It's, it's doing it. That's the hard part. So like, 
what are, you know what would you do to help you know a chad or you know a high school athlete or or a business executive kind of do what they knew they should do but were struggling to do it uh i would do everything i could to get them to get that desire out of their conscious mind into their subconscious mind and is that where is that where the positive thinking and the visualization that, comes that, in? That that's that's where you see your conscious mind does what it's supposed to do: look, listen, learn, analyze everything you do in your business. You know. uh, subconscious mind is interesting in that it must act out every thought, image, or idea that you put into it, and it will do that relentlessly unless you get in its way. Part of my business is helping people with some strategies to stay out of their own way. But for example, I, I had some people who would say, I have trouble, I, I just find myself at the refrigerator eating ice cream and, and I don't want to be doing that. Right. Well, there's, there's a period of time between when you're sitting someplace and say, you know, I need to go get some ice cream. And when you actually get to the refrigerator, that I think can be distorted with time. You can distort time. So you can make it seem like a lot longer to get there. The other thing is, when you go out to the store, avoid buying ice cream. Hard to do. It's very hard to do. It's hard to do. And, and the thing is, you, with, with the level that you work out, you could probably burn this stuff off in no time. However, the average person can't or has difficulty with it. And everybody, everybody is talking about, you know, uh, when they're spending all this time at home and they're spending all the time surrounded by food, what are they going to do? Well. There, there are some strategies to tell And I use hypnosis over the phone with people. So that, that's another dynamic that's kind of not, people are not aware of. I mean, I've had people in, in Europe and Asia who I've worked with from New York uh, oh, using wow. hypnosis over the phone. I mean, I've, I've did a lot of work with Hewlett Packard executives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, had, uh, I had people in, in, in 16 countries that were senior executives who from time to time used some of these strategies for themselves. Because the idea is that I don't, I don't look at this where I'm the provider. I do the hypnosis. I teach people how to do this themselves. Hmm. So, you know, you could take, you can do it you to could, yourself. Yeah. You, you can learn self hypnosis. So for example, somebody says, I have to go into the hospital and, uh, or a client of mine here on the Island who said, you know, his daughter had to go for chemotherapy and she was uh, anxious that she had to go for chemotherapy and it, and it was difficult and all, but that it, I said to her, I said, you know, the closer and closer, the closer you get to the hospital, the more and more relaxed you're going to become. And that really is confusing because you're not supposed to be relaxed, but you are. And you find that if you do a couple of things, little strategies that I have that help people to do that, that they can control it. And I've had people say to me, well, you know, I don't use hypnosis. I'm a control freak. I've seen too many Hollywood things. You know, I don't want to be the Manchurian candidate. Right, right. But but at the end of the day, you know what? When somebody says, you know what? This stuff works. I had somebody, I did a seminar last week for stress around this uh, COVID-19 and everything that people are going through. And somebody said to me, I, I really need a strategy 
to be able to relax. So I gave him a strategy to put the thumb and index finger together, did a, did a telehypnosis program over the phone, and a woman called me back and she says, I can't believe it. I woke up at night, I put my thumb and index finger together and I went back to sleep. Well, you know, that, it's, this stuff really works, but only when you use it. So Dan, let me, so this is, so this has been a great conversation. I want to, I want to quickly turn it before we wrap this up. I want to turn to, to your business and your website. So, so Dan Schaefer, when losing is not an option, peak performance strategies. Right. Um, right. So there are people out there who are like, you know what? I, I, I like what this guy's saying. I'm interested in, in taking the next step. What would you tell those people? Um, is there, is there, you know, I see, I know that you've got subscription services. I know you've re- written books. I, I know that um, there are a lot of ways to engage in this. You know, g- give me some options. The, the first thing for somebody to do is to, to think about what you need to have happen right now that's not happening. Mm-hmm. And then give me a call, text me, uh, give me a call and say, listen, here's what I'm dealing Here's what I want to have happen. Can you help me or not? Uh, I've got a system. The system is is really two parts. It starts out with, for, for me to help somebody, I need to know who they are. I need to know what's in their way. Some of the things we discover are invisible. They can't see them. So I have a survey where somebody will take themselves out to 2025, and the business people can use this, sales people can use this to flip right over when they're talking to a client. So they they'll take this 2025 survey and then they they complete an online assessment it takes them 30 minutes online we spend about an hour and a half it will show them every single place that they can screw up going forward well this this makes a lot of sense dan and i know a lot of my listeners are impatient for results of their own so um first of all i appreciate you joining me today thank you very much second um i'm going to be posting um your website uh danshaferphd.com on my podcast so people can reach out to you especially those who are restless and looking to make changes in themselves so Thank you again, just, Dan. I go ahead. Just, just suggested they text. Suggested they text me on on the cell phone number, and say I want I want to set up a time to talk. That's all. Yep, and 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 your your phone number is right there on your website, so right. it's it's very right. accessible. Thank you for that. And when you want to work on your golf game, bring your two kids together, and we'll knock three six strokes off without ever touching a club. No, actually, I'm not going to bring my kids because they already beat me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to knock the strokes <laughs> off of my game so I can get closer to their game. So okay. hopefully they're not listening to this podcast, Dan. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you Even again. Even if they did, whatever we said is in complete confidence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, me, and everyone else is listening. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Dan. Take care. Thanks for the invitation. Let's talk okay, to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Well, first and foremost, Dan, Dr. Schaefer, is never at a loss with great stories. Thank you, Dan, for sharing some fun and relatable stories with us. A few things that he mentioned that are sticking in my mind. A, if you can't visualize a positive result, there is almost no chance at achieving a positive result. B, 
Hypnosis does not have to be staring at a pocket watch and having the hypnotist make you do silly things. <laughs> and C, we are all the CEO of ourselves and our lives. To me, that is a super powerful concept. We can all apply that concept in our own ways, and there are books devoted to this very concept. For today, I'm going to re-mention Dan's book that's called Click, The Competitive Edge for Business, Sports, and Entertainment. Check it out on Apple Bookstore, Amazon, Kindle, and elsewhere. And for my shortened wrap, there's only one thing to do. Go to, go to the Growing in Popularity MeetMediocrity.com website. Before you take the time to enjoy all the podcast episodes, blog posts, and videos, please enter your email address and join my mailing list. Please and thank you. And until next time, this has been your host, Mediocre Mitch, wishing you would be happy, stay healthy, keep smiling, and be well. Take care, everyone.